SOS fam. Saucers. What up, saucers? Another another day. Another, another SOS moment. Yeah, that. Yeah. And this week, this we're week. We're going to talk about something very fun, very yeah. interesting. I, you might have thought about this in your own family um, and where you stand in this equation and how other people in your family stand in this equation, even if you're an only child. But we're talking today about birth order and what that yes. means in a psychological yeah, level. Yeah, like or, how it can affect your personality. Yeah. However, obviously there's a lot of other factors involved where you could you could never put everything based on this, but yeah. it's really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, the, the history, where this even originated, this concept, um, Alfred Adler was born just outside of Vienna in 1870. And in 1907, he met Sigmund Freud. And he de- um, and developed a working. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's it. it. That's how it happened. <laughs> and so, thank you for watching. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> and then he met Sigmund Freud. We'll see you next week. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious, actually. Okay, so um, he met Sigmund Freud and developed a working relationship with him and other prominent psychoanalysts of the time. As Adler progressed in his career, he sought to create a psychological movement based on a holistic view of an individual. Unlike Freud, Adler believed that the social social and community aspects of a person's life were just as important as internal thoughts and emotions. And I would argue they contribute to your thoughts and emotions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Adler's desire to understand how social factors influence personality extended to child development. His birth order theory described how the effect of birth order shapes a child's thoughts and behaviors from firstborn children to the youngest children, as well as all in between. Um, This theory is sometimes misunderstood. So what birth order theory is not, um, birth order personality traits are not necessarily present when a child is born into a family. For example, firstborn children are not born with particular personality traits ingrained in their psyche. Instead, in birth order theory, Adler illustrates how family environments and dynamics play a role in shaping individual psychology during a child's formative years. Though every family is different, there are many similarities between the interactions of parents and children, as well as siblings, as kids grow and develop in the same family. So obviously no one's claiming that you're inherently born with any of these traits, but it's it's, uh, conditioning. And patterns. And patterns, yeah. And and recognizing them. And it's very interesting because we talk in length about like our own... Yeah, you know, on and off camera about our own experiences and like yeah. we're very similar, but we're also very, but there's differences and you're an, uh, an old, the oldest yeah, and I'm the youngest. Yeah. Our, our family lives in a lot of ways were opposite and yeah. yet we landed in the same place on a lot of our behaviors and beliefs. Yeah. And so it's like, you can get to the so same place with someone in a different position. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so The following traits are examples of how birth order differences in personality are related. Of course, many other factors could impact the average development of a child's personality. Some of these reasons will be discussed later. So first, we have only children. Um, These children tend to get much more attention from adults within a child with siblings. This means many of their early interactions involve individuals significantly older than them. Uh, These interactions can make them feel like tiny adults and they can seem more mature than peers with siblings. Traits include confidence, mature for their age, sensitive, uses adult language, self-centered, pampered, and often spoiled, enjoys being the center of attention, feels unfairly treated when not getting their own way, may refuse to cooperate with others, desires to be more like adults 
so mm-hmm. may not relate well with their peers and can be manipulative to get their way. Mm-hmm. Just gonna watch out for that. Watch out for those only children. And I will say too, like I there's some of those traits. I mean, for better or for worse, that I have um, because mm-hmm. I feel like I had a very unique upbringing because I I was raised. Yes. As a, I was a I'm a I'm the youngest. Just me and my sister, but she's ten years older. So me and my sister both got a, a huge chunk of our childhood experience as an only child. Yes, exactly. So there's a whole thing like at the end of this where it describes some some major ways where these can cross can can diverge and not actually yeah. like you'll based on that type of thing because that's very true. You have it's it's a big difference between my brother is two years younger than me and you guys are ten years apart. That's like a huge yeah. difference in how you're received. Um, okay, so. First child, um, since the firstborn child is used to being an only child until the later borns come along, he or she may exhibit some of the characteristics of an only child. And this is, uh, it depends, like, you know, I, my brother was born and I was only two. So I didn't, I don't remember feeling like an only child ever because yeah. it was so fast. Yeah. But um, it says also the firstborn may have these birth order personality traits, um, achiever and leader, feels they must have authority over other children, may have difficulty when the second child is born, such as feeling unloved or neglected, um, can be controlling and focused on being correct about results, uses good or bad good or bad behavior to regain parents' attention, mm. um, bossy or authoritarian about rules, strives to please others, reliable, can or can be or helpful towards others. Um, I definitely think I had some bossy tendencies when I was little with friends and mm-hmm. all like that goes along with the can be controlling. I feel like on some playground situations oh, yeah. or like at play dates, I'm like, you, you're coloring the wrong color in the coloring book. It, it's something. <laughs> uh, here's the second child. Uh, me. Yeah. The second ch- uh, born children and middle children begin their lives, began their lives, the attention of their parents with the first born. By having an older sibling as a role model, the second born often tries to catch up with the older children. Adler believes the second child is most likely to be better adjusted in life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Except I don't agree. in my case. Except, Sorry, Dylan. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, I am the exception. Uh, a second child could be more competitive, lacking the undivided attention of parents, uh, a people pleaser, a peacemaker. <laughs> Developing abilities the first child doesn't exhibit to gain attention. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's just basically like being... Oh, like filling in the holes of like, okay, well, because they're this, I'm this. Yeah. And being the inverse. My brother... Yeah, we talked about that. Um, Rebellious, independent, and does not need the support of others. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Middle child. So many have heard of the middle child syndrome and the difficulties these children can present. Um... Considering the significant changes they deal with early in life, it's no wonder they could become frustrated or resentful. Not only do they lose their youngest child status, but they also have to share their attention with older and younger or, and later born children. Um, middle born of bigger families aren't often as competitive as single middle children. So if there's like mm-hmm. three versus like six siblings, yeah. Um, since their parents' attention is spread thinner for bigger family dynamics, middle children in bigger families are more prone to using cooperation to get what they want. Um, middle, let's see, middle child traits include, can feel like life is unfair, can be even tempered, may feel unloved or left out a lot, doesn't have the rights and responsibilities of the oldest sibling or the privileges of the youngest. Mm. 
adaptable, impatient, outgoing and rambunctious, learns to deal with both older and younger siblings, um, treating younger siblings rougher, feel they feel squeezed, quote, squeezed in the family environment. Hmm. Interesting. I guess just not a... Yeah, misunderstood. Yeah, misunderstood. Like, not so individual. Like, they exist because they are, their existence is based on being in the middle. TBH, I would not want to. I would hate. I would not want that. (laughs) So our our, our thoughts, prayers, (laughs) hearts go out to all the middle children out there. Um, Youngest child. The last born child cannot be dethroned by a younger sibling. Mm -hmm. The baby of the family tends to get more attention from parents since the older siblings are developing and becoming more independent. Traits of the youngest child are charming and outgoing. <laughs> um, attention seek. I feel like, yeah, it's so interesting. I, I, I'm like three of these. Yeah. Because um, like, I feel like only child, second child, and youngest. I feel like I... Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Um, charming and outgoing. Yeah. Attention seeker can behave like the only child. Whoa. Feels mm-hmm. inferior, like everyone is bigger, more capable. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Expects others to make decisions and take responsibility. Well, I'm all Libra, so I'll can chalk up that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, may not be taken seriously and become, oh God, can become speedier in development to catch up to other siblings. Mm. So true. A lot of that is, yeah. So true. I, I always uh, got along with the older kids a mm. lot. I mean, younger kids too, um, but like older grades. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I, I... Yeah, because I was just used to talking to an older group, yeah. you know, than my sister. Uh, yeah, and, and, her and friends. she's 10 years older, so it's like a big gap. It's yeah. a big gap, yeah. But you feel confident to talk right. to, you know, five years older. So because, yeah. Yeah, I this, don't know. This one, because um, my brother is younger, he's the youngest, so when it says expects others to make decisions and take responsibility, um, made me think of, like, a lot of times when we were growing up, he would open up, we would... Like, say we have the same frustration, like, you know, we want to be able to open one Christmas present early, but they're not letting us. And we're, Dylan and I are talking like, we should be able to, because this isn't fair because, and he's he's, telling me that. Yeah. And like, we're in agreement. He's contributing to the conversation with me. We're like in one of our bedrooms and he's like, yeah, I know, I know. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And then I like lead the charge and go out to the living room and like sit mom and dad down, like mom and dad, we don't think this is fair. Like we want to, and then, yeah. and then Dylan's sitting there and then my parents would be like, well, what do you think Dylan? And he just, he just go like shrug. He's like, uh, he wouldn't be like, yeah, I agree. Or like, and even yeah. as we've grown up and Dylan and I talk about this and laugh about it, but there are things that, um, he wouldn't, he wouldn't need to make the decisions or take responsibility. It's doing it. Thank you. Um, take responsibility or not responsibility, make certain decisions or stand up for certain things because uh, he would expect me to do it because I would do it. Yeah. So it's like you just oh, fall yeah. into that role of like, okay, Molly's going to sp- speak up for us for this so I can just sit back. Yeah. It's interesting. I do. I think I do have that dynamic with my sister, or did, but not too much because of our age difference. Yeah. Is so large. Yeah. But in general, like I don't like making the big decisions. Mm. I don't yeah. know. I I mean, I, I like, um, you have your opinion and your input like you. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I, I definitely need, cause I'm very much partner based. Mm-hmm. Like I need the, I, I, I'll, I can, um, not psych myself out. I can, um, 
what's the word the opposite i I can make i can argue with myself enough to be like oh maybe what i'm thinking is not the right thing to do so i need a a backup opinion devalue your yeah like there has to be another word i don't know yeah i guess it is devaluing at the end of the day or invalidate maybe yeah just take some of the power away from what you would do a hundred percent yeah yeah i i can do that to the point of like ah let someone else do it yeah it's it's fine yeah that's my brother does lean into that like it's fine it's fine and like you know very few things are life or death or worth but then they're like i have a harder time with that sometimes i'm like well no but i want no but yeah. Oh, it should be this way or like yeah. don't you want it this way he wants it this way like it can right. be it's like i don't know it's interesting yeah um other factors that influence birth order personality this is where it makes mm-hmm. sense that like if you don't relate to the, your, what you're quote unquote what you are there's a lot of reasons why you might not so um blended or step families mm-hmm. differences in ages mm-hmm. health and mental issues gender of siblings death of a sibling uh adoption Mm -hmm. um for example when there is an age gap of three or more years between siblings like you and your sister Mm -hmm. it's common for the birth orders to restart so basically you would exhibit uh oldest child child or only child first or first and or only child things Mm -hmm. um in a family with many children this could create uh birth order subgroups when there's like big gaps between the the kids if there's you know like three kids and then six years go by and there's two more kids they're in subgroups. They're yeah. acting as like first and second born. Um, mm. In uh, let's see, with varying. Okay, so also the most uh, the most psychological competition tends to occur between children of the same gender in similar ages. Mm. So, do you think that's true with you and Dylan? There, I never remember. The only time I remember feeling competition with him was when we we're like he got a bigger piece of cake than me or something like that. But like in life, no. And I always, I've, I've often thought it'd be fun to have a sister, but I've also known like, I am grateful. I didn't have to deal with that type of competitiveness, having another girl in the family. Cause that's another mm-hmm. level. Yeah. I didn't have any compet, but again, it's because she was 10 yes. years older. So maybe if we were closer in age for sure. Yeah. And maybe if Dylan was yeah, a girl. If Dylan was a girl. I think because even like, and my friends that have sisters and, and for boys, there's a, equal and opposite issues or whatever but it's like what happens a lot is one of them gets uh usually it's like not someone doesn't come out and tell you this but you just know like oh well maybe from school like oh she's the pretty one she's the cute one she's the smart one she's the and they just people feel the need to especially if you're in school at the same time people kind of know you other sisters yeah but well which one is sarah oh she's a pretty one like, yeah, it's like my mom and my, uh, my my mom and her sister had that. Yeah, because they were only I think they're only two years apart. Oh, yeah. I would hate that would cause so that'd be so much yeah. to navigate because you're already like going through adolescence and yeah. like it'd be so hard. And, I, you know, we never had well, and you because Angela was so much older and me because mm-hmm. I was a brother. Mm-hmm. I never had like anyone else in the house that I was feeling like comparing my like body too as I'm growing or yeah, like yeah, my no. uh, how much boys like me or nothing well it's interesting I kind of like was like I've always like <laughs> I still am and I'm like when am I going to get my sister's boobs well, like, yeah I tell them all the time it's so <laughs> funny my mom oh my god this is like funny TMI but like my mom was like there's a bra that doesn't fit me and like and doesn't fit Angela so we're leaving it for you Alyssa and, <laughs> and me and my sister looked at each other this is like in FaceTime 
my sister's like, what is she, what is Alyssa going to do with this bra, mom? Like, why would she? It's like they're in like, they have like fucking double D's and shit. I'm really? Like, oh I don't know. I, I might be exaggerating. I forget. Compared to what we have. I have like an A, 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 yeah. a, a B on a good day. Yeah. Like, I'm like, sorry, so, I did not get that side of the face. Yeah. Those jeans. didn't pass along. So I remember being, I remember being young and thinking that too, being like, yeah. but you know, but my sister would be like, oh, one day you'll get them. Yeah. Like still like and you, and you would think though, if you had a sister that had him yeah you would assume that you would yeah you'd be yeah. like yeah, i'm still okay well i'm in my 30s now <laughs> just one day i can't wait <laughs> one day they'll be here <laughs> yeah i definitely like the um i do remember being like for our own experiences i remember being uh with friends that came over to play and then in some friend groups um at the time, it wasn't like I was thinking it like that. But when I look back at certain experiences, I'm like, I think I was bossy. And mm. not always, but I do remember a lot of the things we did when, when people came over to play. Well, at my house, though, and that's when when you go to someone else's house, you kind of do what they... I don't know. I just feel like I, I did have a little bit of that, especially with Dylan, because we kind of... Oh, that's what we were talking about. The inverse of, um, you know, a younger sibling learning their place in the family or in the world even by the inverse of what their older sibling is, because it's like, oh, if they're that, okay, they're that, then I must be, instead of like emulating it, they're trying to find their own place. So then it becomes like, oh, well, Molly's social, then I must not have friends or Molly's this and uh -huh. I, and it doesn't, it's illogical. And then as we've grown into adulthood, like Dylan and I have talked about this, it's not really true, but it's a self-perception that you and there are things that I, yeah, I, I took up the mantle for like both of us all the time when I didn't necessarily have to pick fights over certain things or, you know, come to my parents for certain things that, but I've just felt like, well, he's not, I know he wants us and he's not going to say anything. And I just want to like take care of him. It's like this little sibling thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's so fucking interesting. I was thinking like, cause I, as you were saying that I was like, yeah, I, you know what? I've been that kind of like not not with my family but like with friends in school like I'll I've been bossy like yeah. we've talked about this before on, on the podcast about you know like I literally created a friend group based on the mummy yeah um that's, and that was it I was just like you can't be my friend you're unless like you've um, watched the mummy four five times and we're gonna talk about it all the time yeah and I had friends that were like yeah I'm down you know what I mean <laughs> okay. they're like for sure um and it wasn't so intense but it was kind of kind of was yeah um I've gotten that way for sure. And I'm like, but that's like, maybe that, maybe that could be an only child thing. Yeah. But I'm thinking it's a little first child-y. Well, only children and first children share some things because for a minute you are the only child. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you would probably have both. Well, what I'm thinking is, I'm like, oh my God. but I, I was thinking we had a dog buddy mm -hmm. that my parents treated like a child. <laughs> Do you feel replaced? I kind of, I think yeah. I had some of that, like yeah. I had the taste of having a younger yeah. sibling because he was, I mean, he was treated like a, our, our, my, my brother. Like they were like <laughs> oh your brother. Um, he was a son. Um, so I kind of, yeah, I'd be like, kind of like oh, buddy gets so much attention yeah, sometimes like a little jealous of it yeah and i don't know maybe i had a taste of the first child syndrome because he came into the picture right 
before my sister moved out to oh. go to college. So I was like seven, eight years old. Yeah. And that's when we got that. So I, so Interesting. she was leaving and I was like getting the only child, my only child phase mm-hmm. was coming. Um, but also as my only child phase was coming, so was my kind of maybe middle child, older child. Right. I don't know. It's so. And I know because there's so many things. Because I don't know if this guy's t- factoring in the fact that pets Right, he didn't children. didn't mention pets. And I wonder if that's a factor, Freud. <laughs> no, uh, Adler. Adler. Yes. All right. Ask Freud, though. Maybe he knows. Because, it, yeah, it's but just... I could be talking out of my ass. Who knows? No, but it, <laughs> that feeling of, like, anytime your parents' attention is given to another that, like, is considered a member... Everyone considers pets a member of the family. Yeah. So, like, that is that makes sense. Yeah. And it's just, like... Then I think when you, when you move out of the house and you're not in... Because another thing I noticed is I... Uh, go into, um, when I'm around my family, I revert to certain behaviors, uh, not consciously. Like I'll mm-hmm. just notice myself and it's like, you just, when you're all into that, yeah. Sometimes. Like when you move away and start your life somewhere else, I think we can separate ourselves a little bit from our, these roles. But then when you're back with your family and when you're all together, especially mm-hmm. if you're all together in your childhood home, it's like you all four or a four of us. So how many of you are in the family? like you fall into your roles again and yeah. it's not even conscious. It's just like, okay, well, Molly's gonna, you know, Molly will bring this up and then Dylan will do this and mom will make the dinner and you just fall into your roles. I have a question. Yeah. I know. Cause we've talked about like, you know, we're open to the possibility of having kids, but mm-hmm. we're not having them right now, obviously. Yeah. Um, unless, I don't know, by the time this comes out, we both have an announcement <laughs> to make. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> but uh, do you, how many kids would you want ideally? Uh, two interesting i would want one ah and it's like you'd think because i feel like a lot of people who experience like oh i i came from a, a family where i had one other sibling so it's just the two of us yes. i want two they want to emulate i'm like no i want one but you did have an i mean angela moved out when you were eight yes yeah, so, so maybe you had I'm an only just... child you you were an only child yeah so i'm wondering if that's the identity that i most I, I feel because i think when i was researching a lot of this too i was like you strike me more as only child, only child or, or, um, oldest. Like I share oh, a lot of the traits with you. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know, but, it, but people do generally like, you know, if people, one of my friends, um, Megan, she's pregnant for, with her third right now. And she grew up with three, there's three of them and ah. she just wants three. Mm-hmm. And like, you, I don't know. I think if you, you know, unless you have a terrible childhood, but like, I love the idea of having like my partner in crime, like a few years apart from me, like Dylan, I'm like, oh, I would want to. I also remember my mom and dad saying they, in their mind, they're like, you know, the population in the world's out of control. If we just replace ourselves, one for me, one for you, and we're out and they're in, like, that's how they thought of it. But yeah, it is. I think whatever you experience tends to be your reality. Well, is reality. Maybe that's a tick. So my sister doesn't want kids. Oh. So it would be me. So maybe, I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah. It's like, I can, I only picture myself having one, but maybe that would change. But yeah, maybe it's because I, I am more drawn to the only child. Yeah. Factor. Also, Ryan is an only child. Oh, that's right. I always forget that. He doesn't strike me as an only well, child. Well, he has other dynamics involved where uh, he has half siblings mm. and he has step siblings. Yes. Um, but primarily mm-hmm. raised as an only child. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's because I know a lot about that background. So I feel very confident that we could have a solo and, yeah. and, and really um, knock, knock it out, out of the, the park. park. <laughs> really? <laughs> 
Okay, so does the correlation of birth order and personality uh, traits exist? Previous research in science has linked higher intelligence to family's eldest children. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh, now, oh, oh, what was that? Uh, oh, never mind, never mind. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, no, <laughs> this could be due to the fact. I didn't even take you into account. I seriously just thought about my own experience and I got upset. Very about only that. child of you. <laughs> Or no, that's like baby. It's kind of baby. Yeah, you're it's right. Like, mm. Yeah. Um, this could be due to the fact that parents have more emotional, intellectual resources to give when fewer children are present in the mm. body of the family. So wow. we're both. So we're both intelligent because our parents focused a lot on. You were basically an only child. Well, okay. This is. <laughs> it's, it's interesting because my parents were pretty young when they had my sister. So yes. I wonder if their parents' age has a factor to that it because too. it's like. That my parents too. were older when they had me. They were a lot younger and, yeah. and more inexperienced. They were an entirely different set of parents that Angela grew up with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, in a study of more than 20,000 participants, however, data revealed no significant effects of birth order of the big five personality traits. Mm. With the big five. It's, it lists them here. Right. These include <laughs> extroversion, emotional right. stability, agreeableness, conscientiousness. Oh, my God. Did I say that right? Conscientiousness. Conscientiousness. Yeah. <laughs> and openness to experience. Oh, I'm, I'm like completely thinking about um, like a types. Day. Yeah, yeah. Types. No, because it's like, so then, up. so there is a lot of controversy about if this even exists. But in my mind, I'm like, well, definitely isn't the main yeah. thing for a personality. But how could those factors not contribute when you're in a, a family, like your family dynamics? Of course they contribute. Now, Obviously, for all these little reasons, it can be different. You don't have to fall into your exact birth order because of all these factors. But, um, you know, like your fam family dynamics are going to contribute to how extroverted you are, how much emotional stability you have. However, saying that they your birth order contributes is not the same as saying because you're born first, you are this. Because yeah, no, that no. could be wrong. But your birth order does contribute, if that I makes mean, sense. There's a lot of things that, you know, if you're finding patterns in your life, it could, there's a lot of it could happen. It could be due to the fact of how and when you were born. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's so many things like TikTok. Uh, me and my sister always send each other like, um, there's like older sibling and younger sibling oh, yeah. dynamic. TikToks would be, you know, just memes and, uh, of different dynamics that are really, really funny. And, <laughs> um, and yeah, it's a really popular conversation to have. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're not having them, I, I don't know. I, I, it's why I asked, you know, how many children would yeah. you want? Because I think it's, it, it's, it's a way for you to have this conversation because if you don't think you're affected by the birth order, you might be. Right. Think about how many children, if, if you want children, why don't you want children? And if you do, how many? Mm -hmm. And kind of unpack why that is because yeah. maybe your birth order and how you were born and the circumstances that come with that might dictate how you go about the rest of your life and how you parent. Yes, there was a, a woman uh, in one of the articles that we'll reference on here, but she was saying, you know, I grew up not buying into this, not thinking there was anything to the birth order connected with personalities at all until I became pregnant with my second child because she's the second child in her family. And, or no, sorry, she's the oldest and she said when she got pregnant with her second child, she immediately started to feel bad for her first child and guilty and like bad for them. Like they were like, oh, oh, they're going to feel abandoned. And then she was the yes. Oldest? And then she yeah, she was the oldest. And then she's like, 
oh, that she's like, that's the first time I really took it seriously and was like, maybe it did contribute to how I grew up a little bit. I mean, it's kind of obvious that it would, but it says, um, but it's interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. So does this mean, you know, just there are studies that say, you know, there aren't effects that we just mentioned. Does this mean birth order theory, birth order, feels like you have a lisp. Birth order theory. Birth order theory. I have a, um, never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll tell you. Okay. Does this does this mean birth order theory should be discarded? Probably not. This only proves the formation of personality is not simply explained by a child's birth position in the family. Uh, multiple factors, including so also these socioeconomic status, parental attitudes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like you said, the parental ages when they have children, yep. and that the ages will come with socioeconomic. Yeah. 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 Gender roles and social influences also contribute to shaping an individual's personality. Birth order may explain some of everything from people's tendencies to career and relationship outcomes, but everything going on in a person's life must be considered. All factors must be considered in the development of personality, including psychology, sociology, and economic research. Um, So this is just like a little peek into it, but it is, we just love having this conversation because it's just like, it's a self-reflection tool, much like astrology when we had an episode with Jordan um, recently where it's just, if anything, it can just make you look at your family dynamics and your behavior and how much of maybe there are things you assume are like immovable about yourself that actually you can change and they were conditioned into you. I think a lot of times we just tell ourselves things about like, oh, well, I, I'm not good with change. Oh, I'm Uh, not good with, and then, but really it's like, why do I think that? Maybe it's because when I was, you know, this age, my sibling was born and it really threw me off. I mean, it's something to consider. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's why we do episodes where we kind of unpack the why of everything, because that is, we were just talking about this. We are, you know, air signs. We're always looking at every single point of view of everything. Simultaneously. Simultaneously at the same time. Um, and the birth order theory just kind of goes along with that. It really, it really helps you, uh, know yourself better. Um, and your sibling, I think this is a really, you know, if you listen to this and it's really interesting to you and you have a sibling, I encourage you to have a conversation Mm -hmm. about like, you know, if any of those traits relate to them or, or, or if you're an only child or whatever, talk to your parents. Uh, Yeah. I was going to say your parents too, or even if you, yeah, if you have a sibling, also ask your parents, because uh, mom, I know you're listening. So it's like, what did you know? What traits do you notice that are aligned? Because no one has a clear self view, you know? Yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to have these conversations with parents too. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. I wonder really... if my mom like relates to me being the younger child right. sometimes or if, you know, and if my dad relates to my sister because they were both the older children. Right. Um, there could be a, a, a relation there. It's also funny because my... So my brother is the youngest and my mom and dad are, are both youngest children as well. So all three of them were like oh, the babies of the family. A, oh. And I often felt like, God, fuck you guys. <laughs> no, yeah. not, no, I mean, they all were. No, I meant like, did you feel that way? Like, oh, fuck oh you, yeah. Fuck I was always babies. like, oh, there's certain things that you guys don't understand. <laughs> Misunderstood. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They're, yeah. Take it all with a grain of salt, but also um, it's not for nothing. We are here for, we are this way for a reason. We are here for a reason. It's like you got scared of what you were saying. <laughs> we are here for a Well, on that note, I'll say what I was going to say. And then I was yeah. like, never mind. Okay. This is so off topic. Okay. So Good. off topic. We support that. But because you said birth order theory, it sounded like Birth a... order theory. Okay. I was talking about pickles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. To my friend. Uh-huh. 
and I, there's these bread and butter pickles that I have. <laughs> and I was like, these are, this brand is so good. You will never have a better be- bread and butter pickle. <laughs> and as I said it out loud, I'm like, that's such an amazing that's a great line. I'm trying to say everything. You'll never have a better bread and butter pickle. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> it's because you're a singer. No, I get tripped up with a lot of stuff. No, that, that was one, so that good. Was good. I don't know if I could repeat it though. You'll never have a better bread and butter. <laughs> that's really You'll fun. never have a better. You'll never have a better bread and butter, butter pickle. You'll never have a better bread and butter pickle. <laughs> That's a really good line. You'll never have a better bread and butter. Oh. You will never have a better but bread and butter pickle. You'll never have a better bread and butter pickle. Almost. I said prickle. <laughs> um, so obviously this is, this makes sense as an ending for this episode. Don't know why. Has no, you obviously tell us. this is why you're all here. <laughs> Just, just throwing you a curveball. Um, so now, take if you're that. An, if you're an older children, because your intelligence is higher, you may have an easier time with that. I said older children. And if you're a younger child, you might um, feel like you need to one up and um, do it better because it's not fair that the older child gets to do it on the not first try. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyway, well, um, that about does it. So you can follow us on Instagram at the SOS pod. We're also on YouTube, SOS with Molly and Alyssa. SOS. What did I say? SOS. That too. Um, Something interesting will come up if you do SOS. Maybe, I don't know. We don't know. Um, Maybe all roads will still lead back to us. Um, That'd be hilarious. We're also on Apple Podcasts. Oh, my cheeks hurt. Spotify. Oh, they really hurt. Spotify. Um, please subscribe to us and rate and review us. It helps oh, us reach more people. I really lost it. I lost it before we even out. I'm we're sorry, Patreon, guys. Patreon, guys. Please give us money. <laughs> I'm kidding. Help us. I'm kidding. Help us. We don't need it. If you want. If you're a fan and you like us and you want more of us, you'll but get more of us in exclusive you know, videos, extended interviews, merch, mm-hmm. all of the above. You'll, You'll help us help us launch SOS.com. Yeah, that'll be it's our second venture. Second <laughs> podcast on OnlyFans. <laughs> yep, that's it. Um I'm Molly Cottrell. I'm Melissa Rosano. <laughs> Here's to turning meltdown into magic. 